Take a look. Is in a Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Ain't nothing in the book, nigga. Uh, nothing's in the book. Nothing in the book. Oh my god, bro. Except critical race theory. What? Oh my god. <laughs> Ron done black those. Jesus <laughs> god damn, bro. Ron done black those, bro. <laughs> All right, bro. Let me uh let me slap our intro real quick. You feel me? Yes, sir. You're gonna start doing it early. You feel me? Time. Yeah. We we on uh WPT right now. We on white people time. Yeah. <laughs> the lie, the lie, and in a side of races. Hey, Frank, when this What's intro up? come on, we come out live, bro. We about to be lit. Oh, yeah, you're gonna be twerking this shit up. Mm. You're gonna be throwing ass to this, ain't you? No, I'm not gonna be throwing no ass in the circle, bro. <laughs> this nigga throwing ass in the circle. Relax. Bro. Relax. Hey, also, bro, I gotta play a slap of the week. We're gonna play it early, too. Because oh, yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, I like that. We didn't play a slap of the week. So. Let's get the people a slap of the week. And, like, I know I was just listening to the Lil Yachty, and I was telling you about, like, the, like, it sounded like, you know, some 70s, 80s vibes. Yeah. Well, this album right here come from the motherfucking 70s, 79 to be exact. Okay. RJ's latest arrival, Dance. I'm about to slap, um, damn, there's so many slappers on here. <laughs> uh, Which one do I want to play? Hmm, we're gonna play Wind Me Up. You feel me? Yeah. Hold on, is this the niggas that did the Napoleon Dynamite song? I think they did. <laughs> I think they <laughs> <laughs> But I heard I, I was watching uh BMF and uh this song came like this song came on and shit, and I was like, yo, this slapping. This is my type of vibe. You feel me? Goddamn. Yeah, bro, this is some old 1968 Afro motherfucking, motherfucking Coke hanging out your nose. Hey, <laughs> you said 60. Nigga, this came out 79. Hey, hey it was, this is early, early like 70 shit though. Uh, yeah. Also sounds like it's on a porn, uh, on a porn soundtrack. Ah, oh, bro, don't tank the song, bro. Don't tank the soul, brother. You're falling into the soul category, brother. Don't motherfucking tank the soul. You feel me? Uh. My bad. <laughs> I don't mean to take the soul out the brother. Yeah. You can take the brother out the soul, but can you take the soul out the brother? Never. Uh, jive turkey, cinnamon jack. Oh yeah, crunchy black. <laughs> oh y'all know what time it is. You I can never see your ass doing a mashed potato to this. Mm. <laughs> ah, yeah. Hey, our older listeners gigging right now. They like, oh shit. Our forty plus <laughs> listeners, niggas. <laughs> 
only you would hear this song on BMF and then go immediately to listening to the album. Hey, nah, we gotta give motherfucking hand clap to 50 Cent, bro, because you feel me? For him to like play this song on BMF, you feel me? Because you know he's the executive producer of all that shit. Yeah, yeah. So well, let, me, let me ask you this, man. BMF versus Snowfall. Um, I like I like Snowfall a little bit better. It's more yeah. uh, theatrical. But yeah. BMF is like that shit feels real. It's like oh, this is all like this shit really like can happen. And they I haven't watched it. That. I haven't watched it, man. Oh, bro, watch I, don't, it, bro. I don't really get the opportunity to watch like too much TV. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. You know, whenever I'm watching something, typically it's like live sports. Other than that, like I just really don't don't watch much much uh much TV. My 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 t- when you have kids, your TV stays on fucking Paw Patrol and uh Peppa Pig. You know what I'm saying? I can tell you all them episodes. Paw Patrol <laughs> on repeat. Damn. But yeah, I say snowfall, bruh. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But BMF, I'm, gonna to, I'm gonna have to watch BMF though. Um, I'm gonna have to do that like one, like if I get like a lazy day to do nothing and just like binge watch it. Yeah, it's on stars. Uh, How many seasons is it? Three? Two? The second one. Uh, Come on, Frank, do it with me. Not a chance. <laughs> whip, 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 butter biscuits. You definitely got the 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 Don the Don Cornelius uh, glasses and fro combo. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what you trying to say, brother? I'm trying hey, to something. That's a compliment. You know what I mean? Okay. Don Thank Cornelius you. was the the precipice of blackness uh, during the the seventies and eighties. You know. Mm-hmm. Hey man, I can't wait to get my. 23 and me back. I can't wait till you get that shit back either. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, you gonna open it, it's gonna be a man like. <laughs> <laughs> bro, gonna be like, bro, I have no idea, bro. For, for no those of you guys idea. listening via podcast, I just did a shrug. Like, he ain't gonna know <laughs> what the fuck. Like, I don't know what this nigga is mixed with. Question mark. <laughs> now, I should be getting it back this month, though, man. They're gonna tell you to come down to the to the clinic for for more personal study. Oh uh, shit. <laughs> hey, these old songs they be long as fuck though. God oh, damn. they did. There was nothing to do back then. You gotta understand. <laughs> I keep telling you about that. There was literally there was nothing to do. There was like four channels on TV. Niggas was listening to music like that's the only option that you had if you wanted entertainment outside of like reading or like actually going out to do something. You had to listen to music. They had to have these long ass cuts of music because people were like heavy into drugs and shit at that time too. You know what I mean? Niggas wasn't trying to get up. You know, was heavy. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you knew somebody was gonna be in a slide back during Mm -hmm. this time. You know. So they had to have something to vibe out to the whole time. Bruh, you got a point. Hey, man, I know. God damn. I know. The song was like six minutes. Good Lord. Yeah. 
Listen, there's nothing wrong with a with a good six minute long song. You know what I mean? Like every now and then. But back then they did it at, at incessantly. You know? Yeah. Every song was that long. God damn! Holy Harriet! Yeah, I saw hey. like four other songs that was like six minutes. Yeah, couldn't Wind be me. me up. Wind <laughs> me up. Wind <laughs> me up. God damn! Holy Harriet! Oh man! Frank but I think that kind of music was more about the musician themselves too. Mm -hmm. So they wanted you to be able to hear because there, there was it was less about the vocals during that time and more about the band. Right? Yeah, more live instrumentation. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So it gave you time to appreciate what the band brought to the table, and you got to realize that they made a lot of that music for live shows. You know. Yeah. So if they wanted people to get that gig on when it was out there, you know, they had to put out these long songs. And I, I think it really spoke to how that time was. And it, it's just funny to see how um, music has evolved. Now our attention span is just so short. Any song that's over like two and a half minutes, niggas is like, nah, bro, I'm not about to listen to this. Yeah. Deterred from the shit. You'd be like, yeah. God damn. Yeah. Two minutes you know, yeah, I mean, I remember people putting out like double disc albums and stuff. Remember those? Yeah, but I'm glad some of that shit going away though, because sometimes I don't want to listen to a nigga for two and a half hours. But <laughs> see, no, you don't, right? But yeah. back then, like if your favorite artist put out a double disc, you know, like in like in then in the late 90s, early 2000s, like if a good artist put out a double disc, like you were excited about that. You got all this content, you know, especially me. Like, I always have my CD player. Mm -hmm. I was always listening to it in between classes, um, you know, like during my favorite time of the year was like track season. So there's a lot of downtime in track when you just like chilling mm -hmm. doing that. So you get to just like listen to music. So I really and I didn't like to carry a bunch of CDs with me. So the less, the better. If I can carry like five or six, I'll be just breaking the motherfuckers, you know, you didn't have a little packet thing with the CD. I thing? did, but I, I was trying to travel. I already had my my. You know, my bag with me, my uh, whatever sport was like during that time. I had my bag that I had to carry around, plus my backpack. I, what I look like carrying around this big ass case too. You know what I mean? So I, I had to just put them, put them in my backpack. Like I had the little, the little skinny flip one or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but also I didn't like my backpack to be hella heavy either. Okay, I feel and that. books were heavy as well in there, so you don't want. All of them CDs in there getting smushed by like two or three fat ass school books, you know? Yeah. So I had to make some choices. Bro, did you um did you ever have the Rolly backpack? No, bro, come on. Don't fucking play me like that. <laughs> Don't you ever disrespect me on this plot like that again? Ask me some bullshit like that, nigga. <laughs> I seem like it's type of nigga come to school with a rolly backpack to you. Fuck no. <laughs> it was it was horrific, bro. Uh, like back home, you know, out here, it was that big of a deal. Like it's a lot of open space, but back home, like the schools are enclosed. Obviously, they're all inside because we have inclement weather. Yeah. So you would be. Hey, hold on, hold on. Tell the tell the slow motherfuckers what inclement mean. Because well, we we actually have climate out there, so there's actually okay. different climates, different weather. Okay. Out there. That's the meaning of a clinic. Like so. Nigga. Like, no, nigga. It means climates, nigga. Direct climates. 
You ignorant motherfucker. <laughs> God damn. My bad. No, nah, you good. So <laughs> the, I, I remember vividly the students with the with those rolling fucking backpacks rolling the motherfuckers down the hallway. We have no idea who they are, right? What grade they're in, whatever. And everybody kicking the shit out of their bag as they roll it down the uh, hallway. They were like, we would turn around from our lockers and kick their bag over. And I'm not one for bullying. This was just something that you wanted to be a part of just because we were so anti-rolling backpack. And I, I apologize to all those people Hold on. Hold that we on. did that too. Wait a minute. You can't be saying that you're not for bullying. And then <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I wasn't like a fucking bully. I wasn't, especially at that point, I wasn't like a cool kid. You know what I mean? I, I was like my freshman, sophomore year, I went to a college preparatory school, um, sort of like, you know, what Will Smith went to, right? So we wore blazers and ties and shit to school. And um, it was a very prominent school back home. So it was a lot of, most of us went there were just, you know, you had to have a take test to even get into school. So most of us had a, a certain level of intelligence to even just be there baseline. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, man, it, it was, it was surprising that those type of things were happening in, in, in such a, such a, a vir- environment of, of learning and, and caring and sponsorship, but it was happening. It was happening right. a lot. Like shit like that, those microaggressions, mm-hmm. you know, amongst, amongst intelligent peers, it, that was definitely happening. And that microaggression shit, bro. That shit be fucking wild, bro. Man, I feel bad, man. I, I apologize to all those kids with the rolly backpacks that we kicked the fuck out your backpack. It from from me at least, it was not meant with malintent. There was there was no um, Nikki, no you cracked yellow people wheels, bro. God damn. I mean, I didn't crack no wheels, bro. They were resilient. Those backpacks were resilient. They always have footprints on them. It's like, bro, how did you come to school with that every day? And because these kids were rich, like I wasn't rich. I I I took the bus and I was on scholarship um, to go there on academic scholarship. So wait a minute, uh, was it was this high school or middle school? Because I, I had a rolly backpack in middle school. No, nah, you couldn't get away with that shit in my. I went to a, a well half of middle school for me seventh and eighth grade. That was all middle school was. So seventh grade I went to a public school. Eighth grade is when when I went to my private school. And they wasn't having that in either one of them schools either. I'm telling you the truth. So they was kicking the shit out your early thing. They just wasn't having it. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah, yeah, that's true. They kicked the shit out mine too. Yeah. <laughs> they did the shit for like a week, nigga. So you were, you want to ask me this question? Like I'm the one that had the rolly pack. Did you ask me this for a feeling of inclusion? I was projecting. Like you wouldn't feel like we were just united in the rolly backpacks. Is that is that why you asked me the question? No, nah, I was projecting a trendy. You word were projecting. I like that. You feel that's me? okay. <laughs> At least you know, because that's a big deal for you to be able to just identify your projections. Yeah, most of us can't do that. So mm-hmm. that's pretty goddamn good, Magic. I'm growing. I'm in life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. my you goodness. in light skin, nigga. <laughs> <Been> <laughs> <skinned>. <laughs> oh my god, bro. But Frank, though, bro, how you doing, though, bro? For real. Hey, man, I'm doing fantastic, man. You know, um, I got no complaints at all about much of anything. Um, you know, just just amazing, man. I get to do a pile with my my best friend. I get to, you know, be around my kids every day. You know, I, I don't take the, the small things for granted in life because I see people 
every day um, that have tough, tough, real tough circumstances. Mm -hmm. So I'm not the richest man in the planet, not rich by any means, but I don't need to be. I think us here in America put too much emphasis on money. Mm. You go to most other countries and they're happier than we are here. They've done studies. People here are miserable because it's all about money in this country. And you go to other countries that are considered third world. They're happier than we are. Why? Because they value friendship and family over money. And that's what life's about. At the end of the day, you can't take any of that money and shit with you. Right. So all you got is memories. You got memories with people are the, the, the best memories to have, in my opinion. Right. Why? Why can't you take the money with you? Why not just take all the money out the bank and bury yourself like King Tut or some shit? Well, that's the, yeah, you could do that, but that shit's still gonna be here. Hmm, okay. Wherever you go is where you go. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows where where that divine spark is gonna end up. Nobody knows yet, at least, right? What's yeah. gonna happen? Um, everybody that knows that is probably dead right now. But um, I don't know, man. What what, what do you think happens when you die, Magic? Oh, this is getting deep early. Getting deep early. What do I where you said where or what do I what do you think happens when you die? Okay. What happens when you die? Mm-hmm. Mm. I personally think your your soul. I want to say it carry you over into somebody else. So reincarnation. Yeah. But it could carry over into something. Yeah. So. Yeah, because life is life, right? That's what I think. Regardless if it's it's us as humans or if it's a redwood tree or, you know, if it's a cockroach. What if you come back as a cockroach and you... What if you come back as these animals but you remember being a human? Wait a minute. What? <laughs> But when you become a human, you don't remember anything else. But when you come back as an animal, you remember being a human. <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> That'd be like a form of some type of hell, though. That would be. Well, well, who knows though? I was just thinking, maybe this is hell. What? But what if, like, because you know how they try to depict heaven? That like once you pass, if you in heaven, you chilling with all the other dead motherfuckers and stuff. But uh-huh. if it's like reincarnation type of shit, you ain't in no heaven or hell. You just back on your plane of like earth. You feel me? Well, yeah. I mean, there could be an in between, right? Um, in, yeah. In, in in Catholicism, they believe in the purgatory, so they believe every uh, yeah, a roach. Um, they they believe they believe that um, you know. Prior to Christ coming and, you know, God being revealed, everybody went to purgatory at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, they believe that, you know, children, when they die, they go to purgatory and stuff like that. So that's the place in between heaven and hell, which to me is earth. Right. I mean, <laughs> so we in purgatory. I mean, we could be. Who knows? Who fucking knows? And that's the thing to me. Who knows, man? Don't tell me, you know, what's going on. nigga. You, nobody. None of us know. We can all take our best guest and 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 put our best effort in to try to figure it out. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I ain't going to tell you what to do with your life and what to believe and where to go. I don't know what happens. It's going to be a surprise to me when we get there. <laughs> I really hope I don't come back as a cockroach or something. That, just imagine, bro, you just born. <laughs> okay. What type of, 
What type of bug would you want to come back as then? I'm not trying to come back as any bug because it oh, all sounds horrific. Oh, uh-uh, nah. I got to come back as a bug? Yep, choose one. I already know what I'll come back as. Uh, well, I'd probably like a tarantula or something. I'd be a spider for sure. Yeah. I have a brown reclusive. <laughs> a brown recluse? Yeah. It's not reclusive? No. <laughs> no, it isn't. But, I, but I'm picking up what you're putting down. It's a brown recluse. Okay. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I, I understood exactly what you were saying. I just thought that for anybody who might want to look it up afterwards to see, hey, what's a brown reclusive? Don't look for that. Look for <laughs> just recluse. I guarantee if I type in brown reclusive, a freaking spider come up. Yeah, maybe. It, it would probably come. The brown recluse might come up. But just in the, you know, in the slim chance that the Googles ain't Googling that day, you know, mm. give them the opportunity to put things in, you know, the correct way. All right. Yeah, but I'll come back. I mean, I mean, you are kind of a brown recluse already. You are brown, <laughs> and you just be chilling. Yeah, is that a brown recluse? Hmm. Hmm. So I'll be in the same habitat. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't imagine having to eat bugs and shit. That shit's gross. Yeah, bro. I wonder if that shit just takes fire to these niggas, bro. I wonder, like, if a motherfucking just a squishy ass water bug tastes like fine dining at the most expensive restaurants in New York City. You know, it's like some wagyu meat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they be like, God damn, where's the hot sauce? Because <laughs> these motherfuckers be. You ever see? You ever see the motherfuckers eat? They be getting every little bit. Mm, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the fucking geographical channel, bro. <laughs> God damn it, chicken. You're like, Lord. Just raw dog and a fuck out of that water bug, bro. Yeah. But I mean, you know, maybe maybe it's a delicious, maybe it's a great experience. Maybe this is you know, to have this much uh insight into our environment and everything else makes it a worse experience for us, right? <clears throat> there's there's a certain freedom to being a bug. You ain't got no bills to pay. On your shit. Bow. Oh yeah, well then you shit, you don't know. Hmm. Just like us, nigga. You know, pound for pound, they tougher than we are. Who's stomping on us, Frank? I mean, the government, hmm. the man. <laughs> got his foot on my neck. Privacy <laughs> is stomping on us. Mother efforts. <laughs> Damn. The same motherfucker stomping on them cockroaches, stomping on us too. God damn, shit, goddamn insane. Hey, but you know, uh, now if you can come back as any animal, what would you come back as? A regular ass animal, not a not a bug. A saber tooth tiger. This nigga want to be something that don't Maybe. even exist no more. It has to be a current animal. Nah, you didn't say that, bro. Nah, now I'm I'm not talking about prehistoric. No other person on the planet would have answered. I wouldn't want to be a fucking. I want to be a T Rex, Dad. It is. <laughs> oh, Mama Dukes is right. Yeah, and New York rat they own this. Hey, them motherfuckers is. Bro, I seen. Did you see the one that crawled on dude neck and all his fucking uh, leg and shit? Oh no, I didn't see that. I, I seen one, I just be seeing people recording motherfuckers like digging in the trash and shit and coming out of the sewer. 
these motherfuckers look like master shredder dog like these is some human ass size rats they got out there they, they are these are radioactive rats these niggas doing push-ups on the off day i tell you they doing pull-ups at the light yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's some Tim's, nigga. <laughs> what? I don't understand why people want to live in New York. Like, I, I, honest, I don't get it. I get it. I why? get it now. Because, because of certain industries, you're able to prepare your career at an exponential rate. No, for real. Well, well yeah. So, some people. But a lot of people just want to live there just to live there. Like, they'll just go live there and they'll just do a regular-ass job. You know what I mean? It's not They're not doing anything specific. For industries moving to upper, you know, upper west side or whatever. I'm talking about the niggas that just go move to the hood and just live there. Like, there's know. nothing appealing to me about living on top of motherfuckers. Hell no. Ain't appealing at all. But I just feel like if you, uh, if you in certain industries, like media, right? Media is really, like, big out there in New York. And if you're if you're able to get in the right rooms, bump the right elbows, you could boost up your media company company like that. You feel me? Sure. Compared but to like you're, you're, you're talking about you're talking about one percent of one percent of people who move out there with with these hopes and dreams of of being a media. And I know there's plenty of people that that move out there, but I mean that's a, it's a very small percentage. I'm just talking about the regular degular motherfucker that's going. Be sweeping floor, sweeping the floor at a bodega or some shit. Like, there's absolutely no way I want to go and live on top of top of another motherfucker just and be paying those absorbent prices. Like, I've seen those. Have you seen them apartments out there? Yeah, I just seen one on fucking uh TikTok. The literal apartment the size of your bedroom. Yeah, it was like uh what 700, 600 square feet for three thousand twenty eight hundred three thousand dollars a month. Motherfucker living in a closet. Talk about, I got the best deal ever. It has a window. It's like, yeah, he got a window. Nigga, you are, you are institutionalized, dog. That is a prison mentality right there. It's for the, it's for the glistening glamour, though. You feel me? I don't, maybe if I was younger, it would be like a, a bigger deal to me, right? To, to move. But I've never really liked that, man. Just being from DC and, and, you know, like being in the scene of everything and you know being around a bunch of motherfuckers, I just want niggas to stay away from me at this point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you wouldn't live there, but would you go visit for business? Sure, no, one hundred thousand percent. I would visit in almost any place. Visit, you know. Okay. Uh living there and just commuting and doing the everyday shit. Fuck no. It's that mm -hmm. it literally smells like piss up there. Everywhere you go. You've been to New York before, huh? When I was younger, yeah. Okay. Damn. Smell like piss? Smells like hot piss in the summertime. Smells like piss. In the wintertime, obviously, shit freezes up. In the summer, piss everywhere. Smell like frozen piss? Yeah. Well, no, no. I, I, there's, <laughs> there's, no there, there's too much gust of wind, and I don't, I'm not trying to smell shit when it's two degrees outside. <laughs> I mean, you just covering bundling everything up, and that's another thing having to deal with weather. Yeah, then winter absolutely not brutal. Absolutely not, especially with this global warming shit. Really getting shit kicked off. Niggas going next year. They probably gonna be buried under twenty feet of snow. 
Ain't doing it. Not for me, big dog. They gonna come back daywalkers. It ain't, it ain't for me. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Speaking of of daywalkers, have you uh, been watching Among Us? No, I mean not Among Us, but the last the Last of Us or whatever. Yeah. So like, um, yeah, man, I've been watching that episode three. It was like it was interesting. Episode three was interesting. So, that might have been. Listen, I, I love everybody mm-hmm. equally. That might have been the gayest episode of TV <laughs> I ever watched. My and I don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race and all kinds of shit. And that <laughs> that, that just hard, these bearded these bearded men in post apocalyptic time making sweet love to each other. I never want to witness that shit again, bro. Yo. I, was, I was literally like looking away from the TV because I'm like, bro, I don't know why this is making me so uncomfortable. Like I've seen all the shit right on yeah. TV that that comes on. I it normally does not bother me, but it was something about these two heavily bearded men breathing into each other's mouth that really just. I'm like, bro, I'm good on this part. It was the beers touching, bro. That shit was yeah, crazy, bro. Was yeah, like, that shit was very. Uh, it's uh, like, bro, uh, like a, like a piece of corn went from his beard to the other beard. It was. <laughs> y'all can't be sharing shit through y'all beards, dog. This shit was it was outrageous. Oh my god! <laughs> the, the wild thing about it, though, bro, it's like spoiler alert. By the way, sorry. Spoiler alert. Blah blah blah. <laughs> but the thing about it was like in the video game, bro was gay. But the thing about it though was that Frank was dead and Bill was still alive mm. when he was when they you know what I mean he was still alive and yeah. Frank hated this nigga Bill. They made this like they hella loved each other. They hated each other. I was like, uh, bro, if y'all gonna throw the, throw the gayness in our face, yo, at least do it right. Do it, like do it accurately. You feel me? Like, bro. This is actually, you know, making me want to buy the game and play the game. Though I, I hadn't played the game. I didn't know anything about it. I just know, obviously, the game was wildly successful. People loved the game. They said, it, you know, it was probably one of the best video games that they've played like story mode wise and everything like that so it, yeah, it really cool. interested me in it that shit was ill though because i watched the um i watched gamers play that shit uh it's row 85 and puss in boots you mm. feel me? and them two gamers that i watched and they both played it and that game is fucking phenomenal but it's yeah. like if y'all gonna have the episode i see what y'all trying to do it ain't gonna lie it was it, it was beautiful you feel me it was nice okay but at the same time, I'm like, bro, like y'all, y'all went off script, kind of, and then went off script and kind of told the wrong story. <laughs> it's like, bro, no, the nigga, the nigga said, go take a bath, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bro! <laughs> hey. Hey, my lady, though, bro, she was all on the bed crying and shit. I looked, I'm like, but then, like, it was funny, though, because she was crying over the love story itself. But once they got to, like, certain, like, sexual acts, like them kissing and grabbing each other's ass, even she was turned off. I'm like, she was like, there oh, was just something, <laughs> there was something, like, 
a level elevated over Brokeback Mountain. You know, it was just like a level up. Like these niggas was like, no, we got to get, we got to go here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Disney Channel got gay people everywhere. Now we got to go. We got to go one step up. We got to really, because they, it's like, you normally used to seeing like cutscenes from from these things, right? It's like, all right, we're going to cut away from this. No, they just really zooming into these motherfuckers really making out and getting hey, between the nigga. Nah, bro, I can't. Hey, what if gay people was like, yo, this shit is a turn off. Turn off. <laughs> 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 like, Oh, bro, come on. I mean, it would be equivalent to me seeing, like, Roseanne and Oprah Winfrey, like, making out. Like, I don't want to see that shit, dog. Not trying to watch this right now, bro. Bro. (laughs) That'd be disgusting. Hey, some of y'all out there would be like, yeah, bring it on. It's like what? Get the It'd fuck be out you, nasty man, talking about some uh, Harriet Tubman thick. Uh, Duke yeah. says I had to control my gag reflex for real. No homophobic, but it was too much hair and ass for me. <laughs> hey, Mama Duke, you about to get called homophobic on his watch? Trust me, I know. God damn, Jesus Christ! Look, it just made I, any like overt like PDA. I don't really condone, you know, appreciate it. Not condone, because who needs my my condoning? But, um, you know, I'm not really one for that. I, I think as a society, we just kind of veer away from that. But this is one of the few scenes, you know, that that really just... I think y'all went a little too far on that, you know? Y'all could have cut away from that. Y'all did not have to make that story that long either. That was another thing. They made it hella long. It, it was, was the entire episode. Just Frank. So since you ain't played the game, this how it was. That story was basically this nigga Joel picked up a note and read that shit. It was a written mm. document. It was that side story. So it was like, damn, y'all made that shit that long for that side story. Crazy. They really just, you know, they really trying to scare motherfuckers. I guess mm-hmm. that was for uh, right wing that said that uh, that gayness is coming for their children. It is, motherfuckers. <laughs> Dude, I'm tired of these right wingers saying it like gayness is a disease or some shit, bro. Oh my god! Hey, I'm Dog. tired of you leftist motherfucker using it like it's a disease, though, bro. You feel you see the polarization of both. I'm tired of both you motherfuckers. So how do you believe? Because I don't, I don't quite get it. How do you believe that the left um, uses it as it is a, a disease? How they be using it? Yeah, they, they be they be weaponizing that shit, bro. You think so? Yeah. How so? How they be weaponizing uh, their shit? Mm-hmm. Well. You see how they uh how they go after black men, right? See how they go after black people, right? Well, in the AIDS commercials, I noticed that much. Every time them AIDS uh motherfucking uh medical commercials come up, it's always a bunch of black people, and I'm like, only niggas is getting AIDS. What the hell is going on? It's a bunch of gay black men. No, every time. Frank, though, think about it like this: 
in the LGBTQ community, right? Uh-huh. They show that, but that's a negative connotation on black men. You feel me? Sure. But when it's positive yeah. shit of what they do, and when you see it like in certain like publications, maybe the Washington Post or something like that, it's gay white men. It's like, bro, come on, man. Well, I mean, we all know <laughs> who moved the needle, though. Like, if it was just black people suffering from quote unquote gayness or whatever, um, only black men being gay, then no, none of the legalization of anything would have ever happened, right? Yeah, it was only once you know the white men started to really come out and get more comfortable with, with speaking their truth that it became you know this polar polarizing thing, and then eventually there was laws enacted for equal rights, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with with uh, you know um, the civil rights movement. It really took off. Every like Martin Luther King, he was doing his thing and everything. But you know when it really broke off, like jumped off in a, in the right direction, is when the Freedom Riders were riding with them and the white students got killed. So it popped and, off. White students got killed. Yeah, and that's when they're like, that's when they're like, okay. It's enough now, you know. That's enough. Yeah. It was okay when it was just those Negroes, but now that you guys are killing people that look like my children, I can't have that. You know, that's that was the tipping point. Okay. Hmm. So that's how it usually is. That's just just society as we know it, you know. Yeah. Man, bro, that should be wild though, man. It do be. It do be. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into these goddamn articles, bro. Okay. Okay. I saw this on the Twitter twatters. This is absolutely amazing. You got to be living under a rock not to have heard this story. However, I had to bring it to your head tops just in case you miss the biggest news of the week. Mm -hmm. This is by Fox 32 in Chicago. Wow. Cook County woman charged with stealing $1.5 million and chicken wings from school district. Damn. $1.5 million in chicken wings. I'm like, I ain't gonna lie, bro. When I saw this on Twitter, and I was literally like looking at this shit, and I retweeted it, I I was like, there's no way she could steal $1.5 million worth of chicken, bro. How do you even do that? That's impossible. I don't know. I don't even know if I believe this story is true. Yeah. Okay. Like so. So it says Chicago bond was set at one hundred and fifty thousand dollars Thursday for a Dalton woman accused of stealing over one point five million of food, primarily chicken wings, while working as a consultant for a school district in South Suburban Cook County, according to court documents. Vera Lydell, sixty-six. Shout out to Vera, man. You, 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 one of one. Vera Lydell, 66, began working as the director of food services for Harvey School District 152 in July of 2020, according to 
proffer from her bond hearing. Hold on, time out, time out, time out. Hold on, hold on. She worked from 2020 to basically uh 2022 of February when she got arrested and made 1.5 million worth of chicken. She she stole that much. Well, it says over 1.5 million of food, primarily chicken wings. Oh, so they really did black it up to the highest levels levels oh, of nigger themselves. These mother effers, bruh. She could have been stealing hella mashed potatoes too. Yeah, but they didn't want to say that. It could have wow. been mashed potatoes, carrots, you know, it could have been various things. She could have stolen the majority of them. And this was during a pandemic. Like the wing prices, because remember there was a wing shortage at that time. Hell yeah. She probably the wing prices was up. Like wings at that time was probably like $10 a wing or some shit. Yeah. You know, so she might have contributed to the wing shortage. Who knows? Right? Who knows? Maybe. She uh she sold them wings on the stock market. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know who I mean, is she slinging them to Rick Ross? Who <laughs> knows what is going on in this story? Okay, but let's continue to read this thing. Slanging them to Rick Ross, bro. That is fucking <laughs> hilarious. Okay. Where you at? You right here? I can't see. Oh, my bad. No, we're good. All right, so between July 2020 and February 2022, prosecutors said Lydell placed hundreds of unauthorized orders for food items, including 11,000 cases of chicken wings. There's your answer. 11,000 cases of chicken wings, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Through the school's district main supplier, Gordon Food Service. So that's, you know, Gordon, you know, they, they make some good ch chicken wings, good little ones. But um, the orders were placed separately from the district's legitimate order, prosecutors said. Your woman looks like every black person's auntie, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you got an auntie that kind of look like that? Um, do I got an auntie that look like this? It might be somewhere. Hmm. <laughs> the massive fraud began at the height of COVID during a time when students were not allowed to be physically present in school. Even though the children were learning remotely, the school district continued to provide meals for students that their families could pick up. The proffer said, "What the fuck is a proffer?" I don't. Can you look that up? Can you look up what a proffer is? Because I have no idea what a proffer is. That's our bro. Google proffer. Hold out something to someone for acceptance. Offer proffer. That's what it is. Now, an offer or proposal. What does proffer mean in legal terms? Right there, the, the first one people also ask right below. A proffer is a mechanism to offer or present evidence at trial for immediate acceptance or rejection. Okay. Hmm. So it's probably the person that, that brings evidence. Okay. Yeah. Got you. I, I like to learn things. So now I know what a proffer is. Yeah. Okay. So um, believing the orders were genuine, Gordon Food Service built Harvey School District 152, which then paid for the foods according to court records. <laughs> Lydell would then allegedly use one of the stolen district's cargo vans, one of the school district cargo vans, to pick up and transport the stolen food. The food was never bought to the school or provided to the students, the proffer said. A routine mid-year audit conducted by the district's business manager in January of 2022 showed that the food service department had exceeded its annual budget by over $300,000 despite only being halfway through the school year prosecutor said 
prosecutor said Lydell was the only person responsible for placing food orders on behalf of the district. Wait a minute. So she was stealing food out of kids' mouths, basically? Um, Not necessarily. I believe the children were still provided for it. This was just orders separate. That's what they said. It was a separate orders from the school actual orders. Okay, I got you. All right. You know? Mm-hmm. So upon closer review, she discovered individual invoices signed by Lydell for massive quantities of chicken wings, an item that is never served to students because they contain bones, the proffer said. Mm. <laughs> they don't think kids can eat fucking chicken bones. Like every parent is feeding their time kids. Out, time, out, time out, time out, time out. How dumb do they think kids are nowadays? They must think they are just like complete idiots. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, every like half the school would just die immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Try to fucking stuff a whole fucking <laughs> drumstick in their mouth. What? Are they eating the Taco Bell drumsticks? What's going on? Like what? I no, I'm thoroughly confused, bro. Like they made it really seem like they were just like so ignorant they can't eat chicken because it got bones in it. I don't know. I don't even know. I don't, I remember only thing I remember from school lunches growing up. Obviously, I ate school lunches, right? Um, I remember the square pizzas. I remember chocolate milk. Mm. Um, I remember them dry-ass burgers. Let me ask you something. Hold on. Since we on chocolate milk and the dry burgers. Okay. You had the chocolate milk at school. Why didn't it never make your fucking stomach bubble like how regular milk do nowadays? Well, I I think that our, our stomachs at a younger age... Are more adaptable, right? As we get older, they get a bit more refined, and especially as we just go away from drinking milk, which was my, the reason why I went through this is mainly your fault and and and, and Chuck's fault because I drank milk just fine my whole life mm-hmm. until you niggas was drinking silk milk. Yep, we was out there silking it. Yeah, and then I started drinking that, and that was the end of my regular milk game. Now I can't fuck with regular milk no more. Mm. You know? But, I mean, I I looked forward to the chocolate milk when I was a kid. I used to just drink milk. We used to drink milk with meals. That's Mm. so disgusting to say. But we would. It was a treat. Yeah, like, really think about what you just said. We we used to drink milk with meals. Like, that shit's crazy. It'd be like some fried chicken we drink milk with. Yeah. You did that too? Wow. Yeah, like that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> oh my God. We were nuts. <laughs> it was unsettling that we did that. Like, what? <laughs> it's fucking outrageous. That's some outrageous ass shit right there. Wow. Wait a minute. We got to give air horns to that lady, bro. She was the ultimate entrepreneur, bro. Yeah. We'll give her air horns. Hey, man. I really hope she she at least got half that money. Something got some shit out of it, or you know what I mean? Maybe she was preparing for the apocalypse or something, you know. I don't know. I hope she stashed something away because she's gonna go to jail for for some time for a good minute yeah. and still all these cars still in chicken wings from the uh the, the penal county system. Ooh, they should do a Netflix series off her. They like stupid, them. you know they're gonna put her in charge of the kitchen <laughs> for real, bro. <laughs> bro. Netflix series. Linda. Her name Linda, right? Was it Lindell? Or Linda? No, Lydell was her last name. Lydell. Yeah. Like 70s name, too. My name Lydell. <laughs> 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 Lydell. 
<laughs> Motherfucker, call me Lydale. <laughs> the cursing was like back then, you know? Please, please do that shit again. That shit sounded like a black exploitation. <laughs> God. Motherfucker, if you don't get your black ass. <laughs> you don't get your black ass motherfucking feet off the motherfucking table. <laughs> oh, my God. No, they, oh, my God. I mean, it was like, like they really knew how to curse back then. Like, they pronounce every syllable. You know they 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 use them as verbs, nouns, synonyms. Like they, they were in all caps every time they use them. They use them to the the, the top purpose. Like right now, we just kind of throw them around. Back then, they were accentuated. You know. Oh my god, bro, that shit is hilarious. Oh my god, you should start cussing like that again. What motherfucker? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get no shit. Ex- Accentuate all the like pronounce every letter in the word. Really get your really get your money out of out of your cuss words, you know. Lindell, get your motherfucking ass in the motherfucking kitchen. God damn it, whip them wings up. You like damn. Yeah, like I, I hope it was worth it. I wish she would have got away with it, but she didn't. You know. Yeah. Sad times. Sad times. Yeah, man. Wings, though. But mm. she had to do it during a wing shortage. Hey, man. Why do motherfuckers like? How do you do that much and think you're gonna get away with it? Is the wild thing. You know. Like cut your losses, dog. If she would have only done half of that amount, seven hundred seventy-five thousand. Worth was still a great amount, but they wouldn't have exceeded their plan. They probably would have just been like, okay, maybe we overordered a couple <laughs> things. Let's let's hold back on ordering. Yeah, one point five million put them three hundred thousand over plan over budget halfway through the year. You've got to know somebody's at least before you commit a crime. You need to learn the ins and outs of the system to know what's going to set off red flags. You know. She should have been in, in, in that position for a few years before she immediately went to the come up. Okay, criminology 101. Let's go. Yeah. Learn learn what you learn what you're dealing with. Learn what you're dealing with. Study the program. Learn people's motives. Learn people's um, you know, their 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 plans, what they do on a daily basis, what triggers things. You want to learn all these things if you're gonna commit a crime. Want to know what's going to set off red flags? Man, you got our listeners out there that want to be criminals writing shit down right now. They're like, okay. Well, if you don't know that, then goddamn it, you shouldn't be a criminal. <laughs> don't do it. If, if you can't plan it well, don't do it. Oh my God. And, and remember, you're only a criminal if you get caught. That's when you become a criminal. If nobody has any idea you did it, you're not a criminal. <laughs> you didn't commit a crime if you never got caught. You have to commit a crime to be a criminal, right? Yeah. 
And if you've never been charged with a crime, part one. guess what you can't be? A criminal. Part two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, goddamn. Oh, man. That, is, that was hilarious, bro. That was hilarious. All right, bro. Let's get let's get into my article. Though, uh, what you got for me, big dog? All right, man. Speaking of more criminals, I guess pigeons are criminals now, too. Pigeon wearing backpacks full of meth caught at a British Columbia prison, yo. <laughs> Got this whole complex. Canada. <laughs> oh my god, bro. You can't make this shit up, bro. You can have the jazz sport, dog. You have the jazz sport. People, do y'all see what we're doing out there? We're improvising this. You see how this is coming together beautifully like a mother effing symphony? <laughs> Gosh darn it. Oh, my God. You see how beautiful that yeah, was? Let's, All right, let's I'm get very it. interested in this story on how this... Uh, now, this is... They didn't make a movie about this pigeon. Mm. Oh, yeah. I see that in his eyes. You criminal. Yeah. <laughs> you, you mother effer. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god. The first sentence, though. Oh god, bro. It's one of these articles. Okay. You trying to do this? You trying to be kind of funny? All right. All right. <sighs> Move over, cocaine bear. Here comes meth pigeon. What? All right, stop it. Listen, cocaine bear is if you guys don't know, it's gonna be a wildly successful movie. It's gonna be very successful because a lot of people are very interested in this movie. When it come out though. Uh I think in a week or two. Okay. This movie's going to be wildly successful. There's so many people there so excited about seeing this movie. Mm-hmm. Meth Pigeon needs to be made now while the market for drug-addicted animals is hot. Mm-hmm. Okay? Listen to me, uh, Michael Bay. We need some bombs going off or some shit here. Okay? <laughs> You team up with like M. Night Shyamalan, make this like a dark story <laughs> with lots of bombs and shit. You know, you got the pigeon who was who was left stop, on the stoop as a, on, as, on, as, a, as what? Frank, bro. No, we ain't gonna do that, bro. We gotta have we gotta have Jordan Peele, bro. That's all that, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, that's way better. Pod, all right. That is way better. That yeah. is way better. You're right. My bad. Jordan Peele. Yeah, Jordan Peele. Yeah. You know, you, you you get like like somebody we ain't heard from in a while, like Malcolm Jamal Warner to to to, to do the voice mm-hmm. of the pigeon. Yeah, you know, we we got to get this. We got to make this happen for for all you all you uh, black entrepreneurs out there. Y'all better get your bars up, man. Make this happen ASAP, Rocky. Yeah, yeah. continue. Oh continue. my God, bro! Coming right. to a theater near you. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. okay, not exactly. Vince the Pigeon didn't ingest any drugs and go on a rampage. But in Absford, British Columbia prison yard, officials did find a pigeon on the grounds wearing a backpack with crystal meth inside. How the F does a pigeon wear a freaking backpack? How? I think you're asking too many questions right now that you're not ready for the answer. Oh my God. Never, you're not prepared for the answer, dog. Is it the chicken or the egg? Maybe it's the egg chicken. <laughs> God damn, I don't know. John Randall, the Pacific Regional President of the Union for Canadian Correctional Officers, said he never seen anything like it in his career. And he done seen a lot of shit. 
It doesn't say that. Well, I had to spice this shit up. Drones, yes, but birds, hail to the gnaw. Uh, according to a CBC report, after a lengthy chase around the recreational yard, a lengthy chase. I knew y'all wasn't just chasing around a freaking pigeon. Yeah, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. Just imagine seeing a bunch of correctional officers chasing a fucking pigeon around the circles. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is, this is me. Wait a minute. This wally just seems so comical, bro. Like, just think, imagine this in a cartoon, like a Looney Tunes shit. It sounds like a Looney Tunes story. Yeah, it, it does not. It sounds like a darker Looney Tunes story because I haven't seen the episode of of uh, fucking Foghorn Leghorn where he, he has like crystal meth strapped to his back at all. But yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a little darker, you know. It is a little darker. But what wily coyote shit is this, bro? What a lengthy chase. Okay, the officers finally caught up to the bird. Oh my god. Inside the backpack, they found 30 grams of crystal meth. This nigga had a whole zip. Bro, this nigga had like a... Wow. Wow. <laughs> Bro, he had probably like... That's like 10K, maybe even more worth the fucking meth he had. Yeah. In the backpack. Pigeon, Pigeon Pinkman. Wow. Pigeon Pinkman. <laughs> <laughs> Yoinks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was funny. Wow. All right, bro. Let me get through this. Um... <laughs> and then, of course, I believe there was some creative work because the bird moved around quite a bit in order to track it and capture it, but it was just outside one of the unit yards when it was first spotted. Randall told Global News, after they apprehended and removed the backpack full of meth, the bird was set free. Hold on. That had to be a white bird, dog. That had to be a white. There ain't no if a crow got caught with a backpack full of meth, he would still be in bondage at this point. There is no way they would have let a crow off. Yeah. This is outrageous. Outrageous. Hold on. We got hold on. We got somebody on Twitch. Hi, Hi guys. What kind of jokes you like? Try to decode my bio, bro. You better be not be on no BS, bro. We're gonna flame your monkey ass. <laughs> a kid decided to burn his house down. His dad watched, tears in his eyes. He put his arms around the mom and said, That's arson. You know what else is arson? Yo, effing joke, bro. <laughs> God damn it. Haravanavapavi. Oh, that's our son. Oh, I see. I see. That's our son. No, I, our... I, okay. I see it. Trash. Anyway, <laughs> I'm glad you tried, bro. But god damn, bro. That's what you're about to get, bro. God damn it. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Man, follow the Twitch page. God damn. Anyway. You filthy animal. You filthy animal. You're like. Are you doing meth like the pigeon? <laughs> that was a meth joke. <laughs> that was a meth. That was a meth joke. <laughs> Sorry, people. Sorry, our audience. We had to had to give you all this lame ass joke. I know you're gonna be on the BS. Hey, follow the Twitch though, bro. Shout out to you, bro. At least you tried. Anyway, <laughs> bro, we was on meth pigeon, bro. Hey, what? who was it? Jordan Peele. 
You feel me? And yeah. he said it was a white pigeon. I, I it just had to be a white pigeon. It had to be one of those white pigeons. Been That's the only drugs. way he got out of jail immediately. All they did is took the drugs off him and said, "No, you get you get out of here, get out of here." Knowing goddamn well if there was a black a black bird, any type of black bird, a crow, fucking magpie, a raven, yeah, mm. in prison. A okay, bat. someone consider a bat a bird. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, nigga, it flies. It's a bird. You like no? A bat is a bird, bro. It's a rat bird. A bat is a bird. The motherfucker be flying around. It just fly around at night. <laughs> a moth is a butterfly, and a bat is a bird. It is okay. You're not. I'm not gonna do these semantics. Mm-mm. When you do that, you that's how you try to say black people not human, not quite human. You know, mm-hmm. with those same those, those same stereotypical things. Yeah, the darker skin. The browner you are, the blacker you are, the less of the species you are. You're not yeah. getting that shit off of me in the room, okay? Hell no. Absolutely not. Hell to the nizzle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hey, bro. bro uh, What's up? If you went back to, uh, to high school, right? Okay. If like, you can go back to high school play a high school game right now how many points you think you score basketball 11 right 12 now. 14 bro i'm be realistic and get um 35 i'll go back to high school now bro i probably would only score maybe like six maybe eight points <laughs> in a high school game that's ridiculous yeah bro that's yeah. blasphemous these high, you have you seen now. how these high schoolers look nowadays you you're talking about the top one percent Oh, that we see the highlights of, you know. Mm. I don't think there's been like that big. I mean, you you do have some aliens like Wimby and them right now, but I'm talking about just like the regular average high school. You go back to the game. How much you think you scored? Well, if that's the case, I play with those type of people all the time at 24 Hour Fitness. If uh, actual game, I probably could score maybe a dub, a, tw- a 20 piece. Okay. Now, I sent you a video. Oh, I know. I want you to play this video and take a look at this malarkey that's, that was happening. The NBA young boy shit? No. I sent the you other, another one. Okay, I got you. You talk about uh, talk about this one right here. I think yeah. it aligns with... Uh, all right, file this well, one the under things one of that the we see too. stories Shit. I've ever heard of and talked about. Last Friday, we received an email from the mother of a player on the Churchland High School girls JV basketball team that an assistant on the team named Arlisha Boykins impersonated a 13-year-old player on the team that was out of town for a club basketball tournament. Here's video from that game. Churchland is in the black uniforms. Number one right there that just came up with the black block shot. We're told that as Arlisha Boykins, they were taking on Nansman River. Uh, this video has been edited to show you some of the highlights. Uh, Arlisha is apparently a 22-year-old young woman going up against 14 and 15-year-old girls. <laughs> and we have confirmed that Boykins is no longer an employee of Portsmouth Public Schools. And since this game, a student Hold on. <laughs> they could have got better highlights, bro. <laughs> This shit is still weak, bro. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> she 
She didn't cook nobody, bro. Wow. Athletes on the team and parents decided to just end the season. They will not be playing any more games this year. Portsmouth Public Schools did launch an investigation into this matter. The details have not been revealed by officials. Why well, she didn't play now, varsity, though? Like, you know what I'm saying? See that? Here's what he Let's had see. to say about his reaction when he heard the news. That's why. <laughs> Terrible. Coaches, you know, always preached to kids, you know, about integrity and those type of things. So I was just shocked. I, I just need, you know, an apology, you know, because I haven't yet received one from, you know, the overseer of the program. And How come the coach? You know, Man, the coaches is in on this shit. I don't care nobody say. Of course. Come on, dog. No she was an assistant coach. Oh, she was assistant coach. Yes. Oh, she was like, <laughs> hey, she was like, man, I'm taller. You motherfuckers losing. I'm about to suit up. <laughs> so first of all, get your reporting bars up. Because if I'm reporting, the first thing I'm saying is, Whatever her name is, dropped however many points she had. <laughs> That's the first thing. You're not giving us the most important details because everybody's wondering how many points she scored in this game. Look, bro. I think we got it right here, though. Hold on. Hold on. Bro, and I think I was looking at this, too. Uh, Do they got the points? Do they got the points? What she dropped? Uh, did she, How many points did she drop? They Look, didn't say. say it. Look it. Boom. 22-year-old. They said 23-year-old. They didn't drop the amount of points. Do you know? I don't know. That's the thing. That's because she scored fucking two points. Four points. We saw the two buckets she made. <laughs> so so that's the that's the that's my first issue with this, right? Yeah. Second issue is why she can't just be like transagile. What? She can't just say she's 14 or 15. You can't do that. Um, I am me. Why can you not do that? <laughs> Frank. But Frank. But uh Victor Wimbenyea can put a wig on and, and play in a girls' game where he will proceed to score 395 points. He can do that if he wanted to do that. <laughs> so so the age thing. We're practicing ageism right here. That's not ageism. They are practicing ageism. Mm. Wait a minute, though. If she scored only four points, is it safe to say that maybe this is why she is in the JV League? Because you gotta <laughs> you have to like you have to try out for varsity, right? If you yeah. don't varsity, you go to JV. That means she tried out for varsity. <laughs> well, no, she was coach. What happened was she was coaching. That she was an assistant coach in the team. Okay. One of the kids of the team was out of town, so she pretended to be that kid and played in the game. So obviously, the head coach knew exactly what was going on. Um, the other assistant coaches knew what was going on. The athletic director normally shows up to games. They knew what was going on. The students on the team obviously knew what was going on. Hmm. The Typically, you know who the coaches are on the other team. Mm -hmm. 
they knew what was going. There was a lot of people who knew what was happening. The parents that would see her as the assistant coach sitting on, they knew what was going on. Like everybody knew what the fuck was going on. <laughs> this is this is trans angel like a like a motherfucker, bro. God damn! Wait a minute, bro. If she only scored four points, though, just who cares? Let her play. That's what I'm saying, bro. She JV, she was the high score of the game. You ever been to a JV girl basketball game before? <laughs> Twelve to to fourteen is the fucking final score. Jesus Christ! She scored thirty of the points. Let her get that shit off, man. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I'm losing my freaking mind. <laughs> bro. Hey, bro. Oh, my God, bro. That is... <laughs> I think I've seen a JV girls game. and it was. You never watch a JV game? Jimmy like girls game like before your games in high school? Yeah, I think it was like 10 to 8. Yeah, you just like, bro, this is fucking garbage I'm witnessing right now. What the fuck is happening here? Oh, all bricks, nigga. They were, they were <laughs> great construction workers. They most definitely got into like project management for construction and shit. <laughs> definitely architects. God damn. Brick Mason. That's what they should call the coaches, bro. The the JV coaches should be pro, uh fucking project managers. Yo, this is why it's a big deal right now. Now it makes more sense because she scored a third of their goddamn team points. Yeah. I'm, let look, let her get that shit off, bro. Yeah, that's let her get her four points off in the JV game. She had, and, and you really the, the video was kind of choppy, but she was like blocking shots and shit and just like going ham too, just celebrating. And she had no athleticism, bro. She barely got off the ground. Well, she's supposed to be banging out. No, but she got to get off the ground a little bit more than that. God damn. Oh, my God, bro. She barely got off the ground. That um, that's, But I just, not like a week or two ago, it was a dude that did the same thing, like enrolled in high school to play basketball, I, I believe. Was he a transgender, though? I thought he was a transgender. No, nah, no. Nah. He just, he went to jail. So it was just an old old motherfucker that just um he was like in his twenties as well. And he went back to high school to hoop. Yeah. And this happened several times because it's like shit. Nigga, I'm busting ass now. Like I could probably just get a scholarship and just he was but how many motherfuckers like get away with like you think some motherfuckers ever just got away with that? Hell no, they all get caught. The nigga how you know oh, though? Mainly dudes, because you see a motherfucker who got a mustache like me and you, Frank, and they claiming that they sick. But how many mother <laughs> look my homeboy Edward when I was in the seventh grade? Well, in eighth grade, he had a full beard and mustache, dog. Yeah, but bro, he probably he looked like a grown ass man when he was in the eighth grade. But yeah, bro, like, but let's be real, man. Nigga, I don't know. I think some people <laughs> probably get that because we see niggas like Javon Carter. When he's playing with West Virginia, now he's in the NBA. That nigga looked like he was like 35 at West Virginia, dog. Yeah, he did. Like, pull up a picture. Javon Carter, West Virginia. J-A-V-O-N, Carter. J-A-V-O-N, Carter. Hold on. Talk about Berber right here. 
Yeah, now put in West Virginia. All right. Virginia. So that all wrong. It's okay. Now you tell me. And he looked virtually the same. Holy that shit. Nigga that looked nigga older. He looked older in college than he looks now. And that goes to show you, man, in college, you're stressing out way more because you got to worry about what you got to fucking eat. Well, he was worried he about his eat. children because he was 35 when he was playing at West Virginia. He was 35 for real? No, he wasn't. Oh, but he looked to be. God. He was supposed to be in his early, he's supposed to be 18, 19, 20. Okay. I'm supposed to believe that's an 18, 19, 20 year old dog. Hell no. This. Mm-hmm. That nigga I, looked like he smoke a pack of Newports every morning when we wake up and drink black coffee. He do, though. Okay? Mm-hmm. That looks like a man with real-life stresses. Yeah, that nigga was balding, though, bro. At, at 20, that's kind of that's kind of wild, bro. Exactly, but you never know. He could have been... He could have just got it off. Made it all the way to the show. And so, technically, Burr probably like 45. Could be. Could be we could be making a big deal out about LeBron and we ain't giving Javon Carter no credit for being 45 being in the league right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bruh. <laughs> God damn. Never thought about it like that. Bro, that so, shit that shit wild though, man. Like I personally think more people get caught for doing that that shit. But hey, some people might slip through the cracks. And what was that school that got in trouble for that shit? That fo- for football? Sycamore, some shit. Was it Sycamore? Yeah, ben, like yeah, it was some, like Sycamore, some shit. It was they were they were all black. Shit, I don't know. Some some shit. Huh. My mom just be doing that, bro. They they. I don't know, man. Man, bro, I... is. <laughs> It's not, this is about to sound wild, but is the level of competition between like the 22 year old and the freaking 14 year old no different? Because like JV is like 14, 13. No, you should be dominating that. Maybe 15 if you're kind of like, you know, a scrub. I, I literally never played JV anything ever. I've never played, I've never said, I, I tried out for JV and I made varsity and I never was on any JV sport ever. I was on JV. Yeah. I, I don't on, know. Uh, I so I was on JV tenth grade year because my ninth grade year I didn't try out for the team, and so mm-hmm. um, people people heard heard of me through my because um, I play AAU, but then I took a a break in my ninth grade year and I didn't want to play, and then I played my tenth grade year, and the team was full with the varsity players, but they were like, "All right, just play JV and just see how you do." And then they just bumped my ass up to varsity yeah. at the end of the uh, season. Did you guys have a freshman team too? Nah, no freshman team. They played me out of position though. But with that, we we digressing and shit though. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, man, TV, bro. Like, I the, the level of competition. Like, how? Like, it didn't seem like a a, a like you would think she would dominate because a twenty two year old man would dominate a fucking 14, 15 year old. You should. Yeah, on if app. I was 22 years old and I got transplanted back to fucking, I mean, I was playing college basketball at that time. If I got transported back to play 
high school JV basketball, there would be no ninth graders, maybe some tenth graders. Yeah, there'd be no way. There'd be absolutely no way. I'm like, I'll be LeBron out there, motherfucker. I think more the story should have been more like how terrible this woman is playing. Exactly. (laughs) It should have been more of a shame piece. She I would have had an 80-point triple double if I went back and played JV basketball. She scored four in a losing effort, probably. Yeah, losing. <laughs> they didn't say did she win the game? How many points she had? They left out all the most important things about that article. By mm-hmm. the way, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, at least like if you're in trouble for something like that, like at least get off. Yeah, bro, this is terrible, bro. Cowboy, cowboy. Oh, shout man. out to that woman for being terrible at the game of basketball. Yeah, shout out to you, Terribly. All right. You got anything else you see? Yeah, man. Look at look at this. Look what I saw here. <laughs> Queering Black History. Here are five LGBTQ pioneers to know. This okay. is interesting. Uh, this is very interesting, actually. I'm not. I'm not about to read the article. It, that's very interesting, though. Like they don't talk about people's uh, preferences. In uh, and every I don't mind that I don't mind I know I know you're like what the fuck, but I don't I don't mind it like, you know like the kids or whatever that are maybe ambiguous or or gay or a part of the community, seeing people like themselves as historical figures in our community, especially in a community like ours that really for a long time shunned and still do still does shun gay people. Yeah, right. So I don't I don't really uh I don't really I don't think that's a that's a, a, a bad thing at all. I think that's a, a good thing and, and very very interesting. I mean it you know I'm sure there were a lot of gay historical features, you know, people. You know, you just look at ancient Rome, all them motherfuckers running around gay. Plato, all them motherfuckers. Plato was ass playing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just more of the I'm Bro, you don't like the idea of black people being gay? Come on, is that the problem? No, I don't like how like this shit just seems goofy. Queering Black History Month, like, come on, bro. <laughs> don't it seem goofy? It's like really like now we're just making a mockery of some shit. It could be. I could. I could definitely see how you would see it that way. That's not the way I took it. Yeah, it's uh, like the mockery shit. Like, uh, but I could definitely see you taking like, it that way. And may- maybe the uh, the w- would it make any difference if the author was gay? Not the author, but the uh, the I writer. I wouldn't give a darn. You know, me. it's more of the like. Okay, if you've seen the latest MLK statue, right? We get monuments, right? But look how they depicting of us, though, bro. They did everything they could not to put this nigga MLK's head up. Yeah, <laughs> they did everything they could to make that as ambiguous as possible and made it look like somebody was eating ass. Yeah. But my thing is, like, bro, like, we have our Black History Month, right? You feel me? And it's like, isn't isn't March LGBTQ month? I have no idea, to be honest with you. I, I feel terrible saying that, but I have no idea. I think it is. Is it? I think it is. And I'm just like, <clears throat> if y'all want to, I know it's Black people. That's in the LGBTQ plus community, right? Mm-hmm. 
But if y'all want to show them off, can we not do this goofy shit? Like, this feels very, like, goofy and kind of like, it just kind of feels like a shade. I think they were trying to be more playful with it with it than anything. I don't think it was uh suppo- I mean, I don't think it was. But um I'm, you know, bro, I think- I'm figuring out how uh uh how like media works and shit like this and like this is a the Washington Post is a white publication, bro. And so I don't take it away it's from mostly, it's a left-leaning publication for the most part, though. Even if it's left-leaning, bro. Same time, bro. And I see the, the goofy antics, bro. Like this just seems kind of goofy and some mockery shit, bro. But I could be wrong. Um, that's just how I look at it, bro. Because mm-hmm. I was like, what the you feel me? I'm like, man. Oh, um, actually LGBT. Uh, they don't even got the queue. Holy shit! It's uh June. It's in June. Oh, okay. So LGBT they Pride don't Month. Pride Month. Yeah, it's June. Okay. That would be the month of my birth, wouldn't it? Damn! Wow. Taylor. Wow. But nah, my whole sentiment is is just. I saw that shit, and it's more of a like, man, can we just not be goofy with this shit, bro? That's all I feel. Goofy it's, is as goofy does. It just seems some mockery shit. That's how I'm looking at it. Okay, I feel it. I feel it. What else you got? I'm like, uh, do I got anything else? Nah, man, you sent me a video with NBA Young Boy. You want to play? Well, that's gonna be for for my ponder. So I want you to play that. Okay. And then I'm. I'm gonna ask you a question associated with it. All right. Play it then. Man, look at the shit I spoke about. Look at the shit I put in these people ears. Man, I felt they're wrong about a lot of things. How many lives I actually am responsible for when it comes to my music? How many kids and people I've got in my car or put this shit in their ears? It actually hurts someone and now I'm sitting back like damn I can't do it all in one day but I promise to clean whatever I can clean but it's gonna take time now I, I know that was hard to understand his voice was very shaky I don't know if he was on the brink of tears or uh or what but basically he was saying that He realizes that he, uh, you know, that people were listening to his music while doing bad things. Everybody knows the tropes about people who listen to NBA Youngboy, where Black Air Force Ones, and they're doing all this hella violent ass shit. Um, But he's basically saying that he realizes that people are are using his his music as motivation to do things, uh, do bad things. And, you know, he wants to try to, uh, you know, repair. Do you think that the musicians are responsible for what people choose to do with their art? Oh, ask that one more time. Do you think that the musicians are responsible for what people choose to do with their art? I personally don't feel the musician is solely responsible. But 
I can see how you could be very influential and a lot of people are very easily influenced. So it's 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 kind of like the same thing where like video games man back in the day. Yeah. Video games are rampant with violence. They're going rampant. And it's like it's like GTA didn't make me want to go out there and freaking steal a car, beat an old woman up, and freaking rob a liquor store. I I know hella niggas was playing Fortnite. I ain't never seen one nigga try to throw up a wall when he was getting shot at. Yeah. <laughs> one nigga try to build a wooden wall while he's been shot at. Okay. Yeah. But <laughs> musically, I don't know. I wonder if music has a different effect on people because um there I just feel like it's already in people's mind what they're gonna do. But the music kind of just, it helps you get more into the mood. You feel me? It enhances the shit. That's what I look at it. It don't make you do what you're going to do. It just enhances what you're about to do. So. I, I kind of agree with, with that sentiment. I think that people are going to listen to something while they're about to go like commit a crime or whatever. I, I think that Obviously, you know, if you can listen to a song that was like, no, fuck, let's let's go shoot everybody up and you're about to go shoot people up, then that does give you a little extra motivation. But these people are already motivated to commit crime anyways. Right. These people are going to find something to listen to and they're going to still do those crimes. You know, rock and roll music doesn't get blamed for psychopaths. Right. Even though most psychopaths listen to rock and roll music. Yeah. That Marilyn you know? Manson shit. Yeah, and so out. you know what is what do what is uh people addicted to pedophilia you know listen to? They can't just be listening to R. Kelly. Mm -mm. They got to be listening to some other shit. So, I, I, but nobody brings you know those things into the pantheon. What do the, it's always the music <laughs> that black people listen to when they're committing crimes? Where when literally there are hella white people in prison as well for committing crimes. What are they listening to? Their music gets no blame for it. None. At all. So I definitely think this is racially driven. And, and obviously, again, a lot of you know, horror, you know, murder and stuff like that. I I I agreed with um who was that that said uh rap music is serial killer music. Uh somebody who the I don't remember that. Man. Rap music is serial killer music. Yeah. Oh. It sounds like some shit. Um, what the hell is that actor name that always seems like a shyster in movies? <laughs> Larry Stanfield. What's his name again? Lakey Stanfield. Oh, Lakey like Stanfield. Oh, it was him. <laughs> That's exactly who it was. Theo. How'd I know that? That's literally exactly who it was. Spot on. I knew it was some shit. He that was, was a, that was great. That was out of all the motherfuckers on the planet you could have chose. Yeah, you landed directly onto Lake and Snap. That was exactly who he said that. For that ass quote. Serial <laughs> <laughs> killer music. Nigga, but he's not wrong. Have you heard of corn, nigga? <laughs> Listen to insane posse clown posse ass niggas, bro. But black people don't get an, even enough credit to be considered serial killers because serial killer killing usually takes some kind of mental gymnastics. 
right? You have to be of a certain intelligence to be a serial killer and not and get away with it. But there are plenty of black serial killers running through the hood, but they will just never get that level because they don't want to give them the credit for being a serial killer, right? Even though they've killed just as many people or more people as quote unquote Ted Bundy and all these other serial killers, right? So is that the crown we want though? That's not the moniker that I would want, but if I was killing a bunch of people, it's probably what I would deserve. Hmm. I don't know, bro. Uh like I I see what you're saying, but I'm kind of glad that uh th that white people beat us with that. They can have that crap. <laughs> 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 they can keep that one, you feel me? But they get whole ass movies, you know. They get to be become famous again. Summer of Sam and you know Jeffrey Dahmer and all of this shit. Texas mm -hmm. Chainsaw Massacre, based on a true story. Like all, all of these things, all these serial killers get these franchises and, and these great movies. And you know, so like I said, they, they want to know like what the storyline is behind you know these crimes and what else they're just like, yeah, who cares? That's just a nigger crime. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just, Sorry. Lord. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> oh, my nah, but, um, but yeah, shout out to NBA Youngboy for, for trying to clean up his act, man, and, and, and really putting thought in. He also said in that same interview um that he was afraid of people. He said, you know, I'm I'm surprised that I'm able to have such success, and I look at it as crazy that I'm able to get up in front of all these, you know, thousands of people and perform when I'm death. I'm like deathly afraid of people. He's like, I don't know who to trust, who's going to do what. I am afraid of people. So he really opened up in this thing. And I think a lot of us, especially growing up in the hood, like a lot of us are, we never say that because it's, you don't want to be afraid of nothing. Right. But that's why we put on that persona, persona, mm -hmm. like that tougher, because you're afraid if you don't do that, that somebody else is going to do that to you. Yeah, they're gonna try you or some shit. And that's what it really boils down to is you being afraid of people around you. And I never really thought about it through that light until he said that. Okay. Because if you thought you were in a completely safe environment, you're not walking around like that. Most of us. I mean, there are some people, maybe. A very small percentage of, uh, of people would actually have their guard up at all times mm -hmm. if they were in an environment where they felt like they were safe. Yeah. So real eye-opening stuff from NBA Youngboy, something I've never thought I would say in my life. <laughs> That's wild, man. That's a wild saying. But yeah, bro, that was that was kind of enlightening, bro. And you could tell, man, he was genuine about the shit, bro. He kind of realizing kind of what the music is doing to, you know, black people and shit. Yeah. It sounded like his grandma or something probably said something to him, too. Could be, bro. <laughs> God, you, you you know how they be having that influence on us, man. Ain't nothing like a black grandma. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, man. Pull you by your ear and tell you about yourself. Yeah. Just wow. shout out to all the black grandmas. Yeah, man. Shout out to black the black grandmas, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. You got a lie? Do I have a lie? Hmm. <clears throat> no, nah, I don't have no lie today. All right, all right. So we no right at today. We're right at the 130 mark, ladies and gentlemen. We are thankful for your ears and eyes today. Yeah. Um, 
Now, as usual, we're brought to you by Comfort City Mechanical Inc., your HVAC heating and air specialist for Southern California. First place loser, get your high quality, get your high quality urban garments today. <laughs> and last but not least, triple seven clothing on Amazon.com. Yo, Magic, where can they find us, my brother? Hey, man, for my tubers out there, man. Look at YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming. But just like the rest of the tubers say, I'm going to say the same thing. Like a sub. Sub a share. Share a comment. Comment a like. Y'all know what to do. Some of y'all out there, you feel me? 8 For our Twitch family, though. Follow the page. Hit us with a share. You feel me? Follow your bros. You feel me? And please, Twitch family, don't ever come in with jokes like this. <laughs> We're gonna fling your ass. Power and I'm better material, bro. That's our son. Shut your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, across all those platforms. Oh, and I'm not gonna forget this for my potters out there. We're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on Apple Podcasts, and we're on iHeartRadio. Across all those platforms, all you got to do is type in the magic think tank or Kamal Johnson ENT, and bam, we pop right up. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And again, thank you for joining us for number episode number 82. Yep. Of the Magic Think Tank podcast. We appreciate every one of you motherfuckers. Give yourself a hand. The, the proper hand, you feel me? Because y'all the greatest, greatest of all time. Y'all the goat. Oh my god, all right. With that being said, we out. All Peace. Right. Peace out, y'all. Don't get hit by the.